16 minutes it is before uh, 8 p.m. Uh, you tuned into a Metro FM talk. If you just joined us, we're about to go into our wrap of the top business stories and a lot happening and much of that in response uh, to the novel coronavirus. And uh, joining me today to take a look at some of these stories is the Chief Investment Officer at Markwe Fund Managers, uh, Markwe Masilela, and uh, certainly somebody I hope is in uh, self-isolation or in some form of quarantine. Good evening to you, Markwe. <laughs> How's it? Good evening to the listeners. Where are you? Are, are you in self isolation or are you in self quarantine? <laughs> When's I can do it? Uh, I'm on the N1. Why? Knowing you, Makwe, you probably just came back from the office. Of, uh, workaholic Makwe Masilela is. But Makwe, it seems many of the workaholics in Roslyn at the BMW plant uh, are set uh, to, uh, I guess, uh, have much of their. Office activities uh, halted here effectively as BMW SA halts production on uh, the X3 SUV uh, produced and assembled there in Tswane, uh, just outside Roslyn. What's happening with that? And uh, more importantly, what impact has, uh, you know, a low, lower demand for, for um, auto exports had on this particular plant where we know 90% of what they produce is for the export market? You know, like you said, you know, I mean, if the guys 90% of the production is for export market, and we know that, number one, I mean, a lot of countries have got the issue or they've managed to close most of their external for us. Then it tells you that the demand is not there. People are not working. No one is even thinking of buying cars. I think it was a sensible move, you know, for them to decide to do that. That guy go home and at the same time, you know, the chances of them, of their workers, I mean, infecting each other in case, you know, one of them happens to have that. And I think that was very, very sensible. And like you said, you know, Roslyn is joining other European production uh, houses, you know, where BMW is operating. Mm. Like, listen, we just need to close shop. And I should think it is a very good example, you know. I think we should maybe forget about making that extra rent and just put the lives, uh, I mean, yes. uh, first. You know, that listen, guys, we'll lose X amount. Mm. It doesn't matter compared to losing lives. Mark, well, just, just a quick one, I mean, on that. Uh, do you get a sense, certainly from what you've seen in the marketplace, what you've seen in the business news over the last day or so, that there is that ethos, that there is this appetite on the part of many of uh, the decision makers in business, uh, you know, to put lives over profit. Uh, do, do you get that sense? I mean, I certainly, from the conversations yeah. I've heard with the PSL, uh, I yeah, must say yeah, I wasn't yeah, getting so, that sense. You know, for a change there is, you know, people are just more worried about life. You know, people are more worried about, you know, you know what, I'm better off not coming to work. It's no longer about making that money. Mm. And I think if we can continue like that, then probably things will be even much better. And then it will have, uh, reduce the chances of the infection. But yeah, people are just so worried. And it's not only uh, to work. You know, even the gym, everything thing. People are scared, and for good reason. So, yeah, there is that sense that, listen, I mean, it started on Sunday when the president said the schools will close on Wednesday. Mm. Then people started asking, but what are we doing with Astra two days? Why don't we just close immediately? Yes, that's what we should have. So I mean, I would have taken my kids out if, if I was a parent at that point. So that tells mm. you that people are happy and prepared to stay at home. And I think BMW, other guys probably will follow suit, mm. you know, that, listen, guys, maybe we just have to take that break. Think about the people who are using taxis, buses, and trains. What are the chances of them getting infected? Mm. Why can't you allow people like that to stay at home for a week or two? Production will be affected. In fact, let's be honest. Anyway, our economy was not doing okay. Anyway. It does not mean mm. it will make any difference.
Yeah, yeah. Makwe, I mean, I guess the, the other issue here is uh, you were speaking about people who are quite scared of this uh, particular de- disease or this virus. It seems that Nehau isn't uh, National Education, Health and Allied Workers Union. They, they've indicated uh, after a meeting at the bargaining council where it seems the government uh, stuck to their guns about, uh, you know, the... Um, I guess, cost savings on the back of uh, the public sector wage bill announced in the budget. And uh, Nehawu is saying if indeed this is the modus operandi of uh, the uh, government's negotiators and that they want to continue in this vein, they are going to be hitting the streets in the next week or so. Oh, no, 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 no. We need to remind Nehawu that we're not allowed gatherings of more than 100. So there's no way they can hit the streets. So they have to find another way, you know, to raise their concern, which we agree with them that are genuine concerns. You know, especially the way this whole thing was handled. Mm. You cannot inform the guy the day before you announce the budget. That is what you need to do. It's fair. The spirit is not right. And we agree that one way or the other, the government has to find a way. How do you stop them? So that they control their spending. Mm. But uh, closing down and going to the street is not allowed. How do you stop now. them, Mark? How do you stop them? How do what? How do you stop them? So if they decide uh, to go hit the streets... Oh, they'll get corona, bro. They said you're not allowed to get a risk of more than 100. Oh, Magwe. <laughs> They're not allowed to get a risk of not more than 100. Maybe they need to postpone that much. We're not saying that was not much. Probably they have to postpone it. Mm. Even the CC is not holding their Easter things, even church. Other churches are not doing that. So it's not going to be a difficult thing for now to have their match some other time. We are not saying they're not allowed too much, but not now. Because guys definitely will be more than 100. And we agree with them. Their concerns are very daily. Hmm. Mark, well, let's pause there for a second and uh, take a brief break. And when we come back, we continue with our wrap of the top business stories. I'm um, joined by Makwe Masilela, Chief Investment Officer at uh, Makwe Fund Managers. When we come back, we take a look at uh, what impact uh, the COVID-19 virus has had on the supply of smartphones. Now, uh, you would know that uh, the bulk of the smartphones that we use, it might be Huawei, it might be those produced by Apple. Many of the components and modular forms that go into those devices are made in China and uh, produced by the manufacturing sector of that nation. And uh, the big question on the back of this is what has all of this meant? What have all of the um, production shutdowns meant for the production of smartphones? And we'll continue to take a look at that. And uh, also it seems that we might be uh, close to winning the battle on illicit financial flows. We continue with those stories on the other side of this brief break. It's eight minutes now before uh, 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro with myself, Ayabong Atawe. And uh, we are taking a look at the top business stories that have been moving markets over the last day or so. And uh, effectively, I guess, uh, as you would imagine with where we are uh, in the global response to uh, COVID-19, much of what's happening in the world of business is in response or influenced uh, in large part by what's been happening uh, with the coronavirus. And I'm joined to help us take a look at some of these stories by Makwe Masilela from Makwe Fund Managers. Makwe, it yes, seems sir. now that uh, the coronavirus, with its roots in Wuhan in China, has had a massive impact on uh, supply chains reliant on Chinese components or even Chinese assembly and manufacturing. And uh, no other uh, product than uh, one uh, would think... Uh, would be smartphones in that vein and it seems a possible smartphone shortage might be the order of the day in the coming months uh, as supply chains uh, try to recover from some of the production disruptions yeah and it's going to be a big one you know i mean they're saying that apparently 2008 we sold over 15 million and generated over 35 billion sales you know that's on smartphones so it's a, it's a reality 
but definitely people who might have to wait much longer. Mm. And we are seeing much longer because we are seeing that China gradually is getting back, you know, into the production line. So, but yes, there's still a backlog. But those are some of the sensitivities that people don't even realize that smaller things like that, you know, they affect the market. And the minute that happens, it means it's also going to affect the bottom line of companies because they won't be able to sell things on time. And it's not only smartphones, you know. Someone from the bank mentioned that people are not aware that their bank cards are also made from China. And as a result, you cannot even get your bank card now should you require a new one because they tried another supplier and unfortunately that supplier didn't produce the right quality. So small things like that, people tend to forget about it when they talk about the world economy. But yes, those are the harsh realities. And just like any other backlog, it's going to take a bit of time for this whole thing for people to be able to catch up. And also it depends how severe or the, how uh, this stuff, uh, corona thing, how long will it be uh, oh, yeah. or the, uh, the, it prolongs for how long, then definitely then we're going to continue to, 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 to get to feel the pain going forward. But that's a harsh reality. And China is the one that has been driving the global economic growth now lately. So definitely we're just going to feel it one way or the other. And the smartphone is a very simple, good example because it's something that we use daily. And I mean, just just when we think about that, and I want us uh, to maybe just talk briefly about the point you were making about, uh, you know, uh, bank cards. I mean, if if my bank card has expired and I want to undertake some online activity while I self self isolate, uh, would one be able to buy from an e-commerce platform if 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 that bank has exp- uh, if that bank card has expired and you haven't been uh, furnished with a new one? I think it's going to be a, a challenge because now if your card is expired, it's expired, you cannot use it any other way. Maybe you can rely on doing what you call it, your electronic transfer kind of a thing. But the reality of the matter is people who are used to doing debit cards to do their payments, they're going to feel it. And sometimes it doesn't even have to expire. It could happen that you lose your card. Then definitely you just have to wait much, much longer. And banks cannot come with any other thing because they say, People have not yet started feeling that because it's not something that happens every day. But should it happen, then that's tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, Markwe, it seems here there's a multi-stakeholder platform that's trying to stem illicit financial flows. I hear SARS is part of this, the Reserve Bank, the Hawks, uh, the Financial uh, Intelligence... What is it? Financial Intelligence... Uh, you know, Act. I forget the name of... No, 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 not the Act, but there's a, a center, right? The Financial Intelligence Center. Uh, Yes, and many of them are involved here in uh, trying uh, to resolve uh, cases that would amount to billions of rand of uh, commercial tax avoidance and evasion. And uh, also, I guess, uh, the illicit repatriation of the proceeds from corruption and uh, illicit activity. Yeah, and it's about time, you know, and uh, other countries have been doing that because I don't think it's fair, you know, not dirty money, to be honest. And there's no way you can allow dirty money to continue to be made or to be used, one or the other, whether it's from drugs or people stealing things or people got their money from corrupt activities. Mm. I think we're starting somewhere and that money will take us somewhere going forward. I mean, SARS itself, they said they managed at some point to recoup almost 2.6 billion rents. I mean, that's something else, you know. And yes, it's still a small chunk, but at least people, the minute they get aware that it's got a unit like that, working tirelessly to make sure that they recover that money. And uh, probably that will also help to discourage other people who had intentions. And I think institutions like that, you know, 
or customs like that need to be celebrated that at least you are not that bad. There's still hope in this country that action is taken. People know that you cannot get away with neither. People, the authorities will follow you to try to recoup as much as they can. And 400 million, I mean, that's not small change. Mm. Given that you are struggling, given that our economy doesn't have money. Anyway, we need that money to help us fight the coronavirus. Yes, 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 indeed. And uh, we need every single cent we can get, Mark. I mean, I heard from somebody uh, over the last day or so about this, uh, you know, 12 point something billion rand. Uh, a billion U.S. dollar fund from the uh, World Bank. And, uh, you know, I think we need to put that together, National Disaster Fund, some of these illicit flows, some of the money from Sasria, put all of that in a pot uh, to make sure that no uh, amount is spared as we try and respond to this particular issue. Exactly. And we are talking about our disaster fund, which is just a mere five uh, a billion, and we definitely need far more than that. Yes. And we are looking into taping the likes of your UIF, which is with how much eleven. Uh, what is it? It's 11, about 20 11, now, 11, yeah? 11 billion. No, yeah, I think it's, it's 11 a, it's a billion. 11, it, yeah? yeah, in current rent terms, we're just talking plus minus just under 100 billion. Mm. So it's not that bad. It, you know, it will take us a long way. So, like you said, every little cent counts. And people just need to know that you cannot get away with murder. People will follow you. We're going to take them three years to recover the money. Hopefully, that will deter other people to try to get involved in funny things like that. Makwe, mm. we'll have to leave it there, my brother. Always a pleasure catching up with you. And thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Pleasure. That there was uh, Makwe Maselela, Chief Investment Officer at uh, Makwe Fund Managers, helping us uh, to uh, take a look at some of the uh, big stories that are moving markets in the world of business. I'd